0: After over 30 years serving disabled veterans and their families, CCK is now in Texas to better serve our veterans. Register now to attend our virtual town hall to learn about the exclusive benefits available to veterans living in the great state of Texas. Don't leave benefits on the table. Use the link below to register. Thank you, Dallas. Hi,
1: everyone. We're here today to talk about the PACT Act and how often VA is granting PACT Act claims. My name is Maura Black. I'm a managing attorney here at Chisholm Chisholm & Kilpatrick, and I'm joined by Dallas Aguiar, who's an accredited VA claims agent with the firm. So again, we're going to briefly recap the PACT Act, and then we're going to move on to discussing how many PACT Act claims VA has actually received, granted, and processed. We're also going to talk at the end a little bit about common reasons VA is erroneously denying these claims. It's unfortunately not a huge surprise to us, um, given our line of work, that VA is not getting these PACT Act grants right the first time. So we're hoping that the information we have for you today is helpful for those of you out there who are pursuing PACT Act related claims and are hoping to be successful in those in the future. So Dallas, could you start us off with a recap? Just remind viewers, what is the PACT Act and what is sort of the general
0: purpose of the bill that passed last year? Yes, so the Honoring Our Promise to Address Comprehensive Toxics Act or PACT Act, is a bill that was signed into law in 2022, and it expands VA disability benefits and healthcare coverage for toxic exposed veterans. The law includes adding over 20 burn pit and toxic exposure related conditions to VA's list of presumptions. It includes adding the countries of Thailand, Cambodia, Laos, Guam, American Samoa, and Johnson Atoll to the presumption list. And finally, it adds two new presumptive conditions, including hypertension and much more. Essentially, the goal of the PACT Act was to simplify the claims process for eligible toxic exposed veterans. VA planned to begin processing these claims on January 1st, 2023. For more information on exactly what the PACT Act outlines, please check out our other videos on this topic. Thanks, Dallas.
1: Now we're going to discuss how many PACT Act claims have actually been granted so far VA is reporting through the data that we have that between August 10th, 2022, which is the date that the PACT Act was signed into law, and April 1st of this year, 2023, veterans submitted more than 445,000 PACT Act claims. So of these, VA has completed a cumulative total of over 203,000 PACT-related claims adjudications. So... It seems like those numbers say that they have completed fewer than half of the number of PACT Act claims that have been submitted, but still the fact that VA has completed over 203,000 PACT Act related claims is definitely giving us a sense of how they're handling these claims and sort of where the pitfalls and the errors might be in those adjudications. The adjudications that VA has completed so far include just over 199,000 Veteran PACT-related claims and over 4,000 PACT-related claims filed by survivors of veterans. VA is also reporting that PACT-related act claims have an 80.5% approval rating. Essentially, this would equate to just nearly or just under 164,000 grants for veterans or their survivors. As far as timeframes are concerned, many of you might be wondering how long is it taking for VA to get to these? The average time frame for completion of a PACT Act-related claim between August 10th of 2022 and April 1st of 2023 was 157 days approximately. Of that, 44.7% of claims were completed in 125 days or fewer. As of April 1st of this year, there were over 308,000 PACT Act-related claims pending This means that these claims are still being filed by veterans and survivors and are still pending adjudication by the the regional offices. Dallas, can you talk to us about the most common PACT Act conditions that have been claimed that VA has been granting?
0: Definitely. So the most commonly granted claims include hypertensive vascular disease, around 80% of claims granted. Allergic rhinitis, about 83% of those claims are being granted. Maxillary sinusitis, with about 56% of those claims being granted. Bronchial asthma, with about 52% of the claims being granted. And malignant growth of the genitourinary system, about 69% of those claims are being granted. So that
1: is a good snapshot, I think, of the, the presumptive conditions that were added via the PACT Act. We're seeing a lot of grants of those conditions. Um, This is exactly how it is supposed to be because the law was literally changed to include those conditions um, and and for VA's consideration, VA is required to associate those conditions with um, exposure if a veteran was exposed to toxins during service pursuant to the act. Then those are the conditions that need to be granted um, when a veteran meets those, those qualifications. Nevertheless, we are still seeing, as we said in the beginning, that some PACT Act claims are being erroneously denied or only partially granted. So a few thoughts that we have based on what we've seen and also based on what VA is reporting. VA has said that as of April 1st, 2023, The top three most frequent denial reasons for PACT Act claims are, number one, there's no diagnosis. As many of you probably know, a diagnosis is one of those things that VA really looks for when you're filing a claim. Technically, the law requires that a a person seeking benefits for a condition must show that they have a disability. VA often conflates that with having a diagnosis. That said, for the purpose of these presumptive conditions, which are a little more particular in nature, Uh, VA is finding that uh, claims need to be denied due to a lack of diagnosis. Whether that's accurate is certainly not for us to say until we would, you know, if we were to dig into those denials, that's really the only way that we would know. But that's the number one reason for the denials that VA has issued so far on PACT Act claims. The second most frequent reason is that the, the disability was not incurred in or caused by service. And the third most common denial reason is that the claim was not established or covered by the presumptions that were rolled out in the PACT Act. So we mentioned before, why might VA only partially be granting PACT Act claims? So Dallas, can you talk a little bit about some of the effective date issues that we're seeing in adjudications of PACT Act claims so far?
0: Yeah, so even if you have those three elements Maura mentioned all lined up in your claim, VA might still get it wrong as far as the effective date assignment. What you might see is, or what we are seeing, is VA granting service connection effective August 10th, 2022, which is the day the PACT Act was signed into law. Something to keep in mind is that if you had continuously pursued this claim prior to August 10th, 2022, you might be entitled to an earlier effective date for service connection on a direct basis, and it's important for VA to consider that piece too, which we're not really seeing right now. Exactly. We're we're very routinely, as Dallas said, seeing
1: that VA will grant PACT Act-related claims, especially when the claimed condition is a presumptive add to the presumptions list. However, they're doing so as of the date of the law, which doesn't exactly make sense for a person who's been pursuing benefits for a condition for much longer and, and far before the law passed. Um, the passage of the law certainly has nothing to do with that individual person's the the merits of the disability claim that they're pursuing. So that's definitely something helpful to keep in mind. Many of you might be seeing if you have filed PACT Act claims, this effective date floating around, it may not be correct, as Dallas said, if you've been continuously pursuing benefits for that condition prior to the passage of the PACT Act. So thank you all for being with us today. We appreciate it. We hope that this information was helpful. To learn more about the PACT Act, as Dallas said before, we have blogs and other videos. Please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you are able to see these updates on a regular basis about the PACT Act and other VA disability related items. And thanks again for joining us today.